I'm going to be honest. I don't remember really anything from these, and I tried to watch a recap, and you've just made me hate The Bachelor by making me do this podcast and watch yes! episodes multiple times. You know what that means? It means I won. Welcome to Creeps and Roses with Vinny and PJ. We're talking about The Bachelor because Vinny needs to pay. Lots of bitchy girls who want to see that dick. We didn't want to do this podcast, but Carl's a prick. The Bachelor. Let's discuss The Bachelor with PJ and with Vinny. We've got roses. We've got creeps. Hey everybody, welcome to Creeps and Roses, the only show about creeps and The Bachelor. I'm PJ, uh, we have Brian McBride joining us again. Hey, hey Brian. Hey, how's it going? Now, hey, uh, I want to make this to very say... clear before you say a word. Okay. Before a word comes out of your mouth, I want to make this very clear. I had to spin the wheel, I had to do five <laughs> fucking episodes of, Vinny's quitting. of The Bachelor. He's a quitter. And here we are at episode number five. Okay. This is it. When I stop recording this, my consequence is complete. Yeah, I mean, nobody believes you, and I hope that no one ever lets you live this down. People listening, just berate Vinny anytime he complains about any like thing that Carl does for the consequences. Oh, what would be new? Oh, boo-hoo. Carl's not wearing his Crocs again. Shut up, Vinny. You didn't even do five episodes. Wham, my daddy. My daddy wham. I have done five episodes. I only had to do 10-minute episodes, and everything that we've released is an episode. And when I say things, that means episodes. I want to point that out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It sounds you know, like you realized your mess up halfway through that and then changed your mind. I feel like I'm a member of the cast, and I wasn't on the first episode. So was does that really count? That's true. That's true, Vinny. <laughs> Oh, he's silent because he knows. I'm taking a sip of coffee, and here (laughs) is my response to that. That was a long. My response to that is simple. Today we are going to cover the from where we left off to the end of season 25 of The Bachelor. That's today. That's this episode, and we're done. Yeah, so it's been a pretty long week, I guess, since we released the last one. Like because we were doing these weekly, right? So yeah, it's been a week. Yeah. So what's (laughs) happened? Like, I forget exactly where we left off. Well, let's hop into it, shall we? We left off with a confrontation brewing. Wait, on The Bachelor, two of the women are fighting? Yes. Oh, that's the episode. Okay. Well, thank Anna you. and Victoria, the people who were cast as like the two main villains of the house, mm-hmm. were both booted off at the beginning of the last episode, episode five. So, at the beginning of episode six, the end of episode five, they teased a big conflict between MJ or as I like to call her, Jungle Boy, and <laughs> Jacinia, a very attractive contestant who I guess this is her five minutes of fame on the show. That's right. I forgot that you call Matt James Jungle Boy. I don't call Matt James Jungle Boy. I call MJ <laughs> Jungle Boy. <laughs> What's next? You're going to start making monkey noises to do an impression of Matt James? Wow. No, I would never do that. <laughs> I would never make monkey noises about any human being. <laughs> Like in the Black Panther, that was hilarious. Remember that? Let's talk about Marvel movies. I could. Wasn't that super racist though? I mean, this is completely off topic already. It was just culture and (laughs) Wakanda and great. I don't know. I hate everyone right now. I'm already spinning out of control, and there's so much information in front of me. Let's just pick up where we were, please. We got to finish talking about the Black Panther. Remember when they all? I want to know what they're going to do with Chadwick Boseman. 
<laughs> what yeah, are they going to do with them? Well, whatever they're going to do with them, they already did it. He's been <laughs> dead for almost a year. Well, who's going to replace him? Who's going to make the monkey noises now? Is it Matt James? Should they put Matt James in to replace him as the Black Panther? <laughs> that's, that's true, Vinny already thinks he makes monkey noises. His powers He's to perfect. bore people to death. Now, why do you think Black Panther would make monkey noises? Did you see Black Panther? There yeah. was literally a group of black people that all went, oh, 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 like we're being gorillas. Yeah, but that I'm not wasn't the Black Panther. Up. I'm not making that up. That happened in Black Panther. Okay. I'll concede that that happened in Black Panther. <laughs> if I you could just shut the no, fuck up. No. You could just okay. shut up. Please. I'm begging you. Okay. I'm sending you the Black Panther link. Because I'm not the racist one. And you, uh, I mean, you kind of are because you said Matt James does it. But so, I'm not. Where we <laughs> left off last week <laughs> was there was about to be a date card delivered. We know that Jacinia had made some comments about MJ to Matt, and the date card is coming in. And instead of them just getting the traditional date card, this is what they get. MJ and Jacinia, I need to know the truth. That's right. They are summoned to a two-on-one date. With Matt James. And it's not the fun kind of one. It's more of like when you and somebody you got into a fight with in school had to go to the principal's office. It's not really a date. Mm. It's more of like along the lines of a a scolding. You know what? Sometimes it starts that way. I've seen videos. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like you get mad at your stepsister. Yeah. And then you have to go to your stepmom. Mm -hmm. It ain't one of those. Oh. Okay. So Matt calls them both and says, hey, listen, I'm going to talk to both of you separately. And once again, Jacinia tattles on MJ. I think Great. I'm right. I guess he'll find out the truth tonight. Oh, fuck. I fucked this up. Okay, here we go. Acting like she didn't know that there was any kind of toxicity in the house or bullying or division when she and Victoria were on the forefront of that. That's Anyone right. listening? Like, if you're like, how, what does that have to do with the creep off? Like, the the thing that ties this and the creep off together is Vinny fucking up the technical stuff. Oh, played the wrong clip. Oh, this isn't working. I darn my butterfingers. Now listen, I want to talk about this. She, they go to have this date. She says that MJ was one of the main sources of strife and conflict in that house. Would you agree with that? I mean, I can't say she was the best, but I don't think she was the worst. Anna Fartface and Victoria were clearly the worst, well, and yeah, they're gone. Victoria was well beyond everybody else. Yes. Followed by the Fartface girl, and then everybody. Like, it's so, like, far below now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, she was She was kind of like the passenger in the car, and now, like, she's the one driving the car. Like, the other girls were c- driving it, she was just long for the right. ride. Now someone, she's the one in control. Someone has to grab the fucking wheel. Yeah. There must always be a Stark in Winterfell. That's right. There must always be a bitch on The Bachelor. <laughs> so, MJ, when she gets alone with Matt, she obviously just denies all of this and plays like, I don't know what she's talking about. Matt says to them, I'm going to just go think about all this. And that leaves those two alone in the room, just staring at each other while Matt walks out. And here is this priceless moment. MJ. You know what? You are literally you yourself. This out, is MJ. so petty. You need to literally check yourself right now. Now, uh. at that point, I have to believe that somewhere Victoria is practicing voodoo on the body of MJ <laughs> and is somehow channeling herself 
into the body of MJ with the fucking literallys. Yeah. You need to literally check yourself right now. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, she needs to, like, feel herself up? Oh, make sure you don't have breast cancer right yeah. now. See, it is one of those videos. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to do it for right. you? So, Matt comes back in. And uh, he makes a decision, and I saw it a mile away, because why keep the show interesting? MJ. I can't give you this, Rose. Boo! Wait, why did he have a rose in that confrontation? Because there are no rules in this game. That is why. The rules of this game are whatever the producers say they are and whatever fucking minute that they need something to happen. That's what I've learned about this show. They just yeah. do whatever they need to make a story. So it's pro wrestling. No. <laughs> it, this is terrible. <laughs> no, yeah, so it's, it's more pro interesting wrestling. Than wrestling. Do you know how much better this would be if they were doing like hurricane radas on each other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know how I mean, much I would pay- love to see fucking Victoria walk in and just start stunning people? That would be great. She, she basically did. She did. Remember last week? She did stun people, yes. Yeah. She stunned everyone on her way out. That was an epic meltdown. Okay, MJ's gone. We're going to fast forward a little bit later in the episode. And another notable, our girl Katie, Dildo Girl. Remember her, McBride? Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> Dildo Girl gets goes on an alone date with Matt. And she tells him that she could fall in love with him. The same spiel that all these women give this fucking guy. She said could. She could see herself see her. falling What does in that love even mean? It it's means- in the realm of possibilities. There's, there's a chance Could you say that about anybody you. at any time? I don't know what this means. Katie did not get the reaction from Matt that I think she was hoping for. Because she says this to him as he's holding a rose in his hand. And this is the first time where I see Matt James be a little savage. My relationship with some of the other women in the house has progressed further along than ours has up until this point. I can't give you this rose tonight. Yeah, you should watch your phrasing when talking about black people and using the word savage. Moving on. Now Katie's the bachelorette. Is she going to be the bachelorette? Yeah, she she wins the bachelor. The person who gets to be the bachelorette's the winner. So she won. You think she's really going to be the bachelorette? I or think she's announced to be the bachelorette, unless something changed. Is she going to be handing out dildos instead of roses? <laughs> she just might, and this one is for you. No, I feel like the stinky one goes to. <laughs> Here's <laughs> now everybody on the count of three, smell your dildo. <laughs> And if your dildo smells, you step forward and you're going through to the next round. Yes. If yours smells like hand sanitizer, you're going oh, home. Man. Now that's, that's so vile. Now listen. This Katie girl, what I liked about her is she did in a way, she was the face in the house. She stood up for a little bit of common sense at points. Mm-hmm. And it was a shame. Uh well, she wins. She wins in the long run. Congratulations, Katie. That's all I can really say about that. She's gone. Now, McBride, do you remember how I said earlier that this show, there's no rhyme or fucking reason to how they do it? I do remember you saying that. Yeah, Yeah, like a minute and a half ago. Right. There's this girl named Heather Martin. Okay. Remember this, Peach? (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This is the best part of the whole season. You think so? I mean, it made me laugh. It was, if you like awkward encounters, this is amazing. Oh, kids, strap in. Well, they should be comfortable around each other, right? They've been here for how many weeks? And 
Well, not not Heather Martin. She hasn't. <laughs> well, all this new girl versus OG stuff started. A former contestant from Colton Underwood season, and don't worry, we got plenty to discuss <laughs> about old Colton later. This lady, Heather Martin, who was friends with, uh, I think it was Hannah Brown, a former bachelorette. Mm. Yep. The most recent bachelorette. Yeah. Oh, no. Two bachelorettes ago. Okay. Well, this th- this girl, Hannah, said to Heather, because she knows Matt, that, boy, you two would be a great couple. So Heather, who was already on the show, found out where it was being filmed, flew across the country. At least this is what they want us to believe. I don't know what the story is here. I think it's true. I think it actually did happen. Okay, I so think she- that she actually caught the producers of the show off guard. She shows up, McBride. She flies halfway across the country. Okay. Shows up to f- butt fuck Pennsylvania. And the reasonable thing would be for them to call the police and not let her in, right? Well, she shows up at the gate, and security's like, what are you here for? Right. She's like, well, I'm Heather Martin. I'm here to be on the show. I just want to meet Matt James. Back uh, up. She shows up. You think, like, oh, she's going to go on TV. She's going to get a cool car. She shows up in a shitty minivan. That's true. She rented a minivan. A minivan to go on The Bachelor on TV. I could tell that the producers immediately love this. They say, well, we don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to talk to Matt. So they throw this girl into quarantine for like two weeks before she makes her debut. And during this time, they start showing clips of this woman in the hotel room. It's only six weeks long. So two weeks, that's a long time. Like in bachelor time, two weeks is a lifetime. That's cheating. That's like a bye week. Right, <laughs> she she get the number one seed. What'd she do? It absolute that's absolutely correct. So she's just this goopball. I mean, look at this video. She's got a pizza box on her head. I don't know what it is. And she's doing the oh. fucking huckle buckle, and the thing falls off. She's like, oh, and she's just filming herself being a weirdo in the in the bedroom at the uh, fucking hotel. Vinny, be honest. Did you leap at the screen when you saw her drop that pizza? I was not <laughs> pleased. <laughs> don't waste it. <laughs> I wrote the producers. <laughs> I don't care for this type of entertainment, but if you're going to waste pizza. <laughs> Benny's like looking to book that exact room, hope that like he can get a <laughs> sniff of the there. pizza sauce if it spill on the floor. I'm going to fucking sniff the floor <laughs> like next season's Bachelorette contestants are going to have to sniff those fucking dildos. I'm Billy's like find. those degenerates. He's like at those degenerates at the like Comic-Con stuff who they sniff the seats where girls were sitting, but instead he's like, I think that this table had pizza on it, and he just goes up and sniffs it pepperoni <laughs> very <CBS> foppishly <laughs> i gotta get foppish in there for kevin regatta uh so there's heather she's she shows up in the middle she now here's the thing she shows up right in the middle of matt's uh one-on-one time with serena p she walks in nobody has any idea who she is except matt james kind of knows who she is because hannah has told him this. So Serena P handles this very well, very eloquently, I must say. And, oh, she welcomes What her? the f- Some, Who is that? She's from Colton season. She's friends with Hannah Brown. And okay. the producers did her so dirty, the new girl coming in, because she, she, they could have let her meet him anytime. They wait until she's actually talking to Matt James. Oh, of course. This was the most unbelievable thing after all of the drama they just had about new girls. It's like the house is on fire. It's about to fall down and the producers are like, you know what? We just need to throw one more fucking rock at it. That'll knock it right down. Heather and Matt talk, but he says he needs to think about this because, you know, it's been a while. They feel He feels like he's really blindsided. But uh, he puts off giving her an answer because I do legitimately think he didn't know what to do. 
I think he had to like give her a pause to go talk to the producers to figure it out. You- now, what's wild about this, McBride, uh-huh. is this leaves poor Blood Heather, who's been in a hotel room with no human contact, dancing around with pizza boxes on her head, mm-hmm. alone with all of the girls from this season who are left. Now, in spite of all of these women getting rid of all of the, these toxic people, Victoria's gone, Fartface is gone, Jungle Boy is gone. Right. <laughs> Nothing. This but- girl walks into this room like a goddamn hamster tossed in a piranha tank. <laughs> okay? Like a 12-pack of Coors Light tossed into Stuttering John's apartment, PJ. Oh. <laughs> she yeah. didn't have a fucking chance. Now, this is a long clip. But, boys, we are just going to watch the entire interaction that they played of these girls, the good girls, the nice girls, meeting Heather for the first time. I call this clip shark bait. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Good. What's up? It was good. Good. <laughs> What's your name and what are you I'm doing I'm Heather. Here? Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, what are you doing here? Um, I am here to meet Matt. The first oh, one? you're so late. <laughs> I know I'm late. Oh, um, for the first time. Yeah, I've never met him before. So are you ready to get married to him or be engaged within a couple weeks? <laughs> yes, that is ultimately like what I'm here for. Oh. Were you on another season? Yeah. Yeah, I was on Colton season. Okay. Oh, so you missed that one, so you tried this one. <laughs> um, no, like truly like I please leave. Didn't feel it with Colton and that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to just come in and like Ruin everyone's day and like yeah. my day's pretty ruined. <laughs> Why did you not meet Matt prior to him coming and being the yeah. bachelor? So I'm friends with Hannah and I knew Matt was like knew Hannah, but now I this didn't girl's think playing with her hair nervously. Like you would be a great match. Fiddled with her bra but, like, strap. The more I learned about him, the more I thought that it could be a potential match and that I wanted to meet him. You're just bachelor hopping. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. You guys, like... She's I almost twitching. Do this. What are you doing here? Because I can't... I want to meet Matt. Like, I'm not going to be on TV. This isn't... What's your Honestly, goal here? I'm not convinced that you're ready for an engagement. Absolutely. Like, I, you guys don't Obviously, Dr. Phil over here. here. Do you know Matt at all? You, you know Matt at all? Trust me, I would have rather have gone on a date with him without all this. Like... It was just Hannah set me up with it. But that wasn't the reality of the situation. And I didn't... I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really care, honestly, because we're <laughs> freaking out. We have this one is the most uncomfortable situation. Dates, and then we're going to hometowns. All of us have very strong feelings for Matt because we have been here for six weeks. And you walking in and interrupting my time when I was having a pretty important conversation, super uh-huh. uncalled for. And I still just do not understand why you're here week six. Like, yeah. bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't anyone uncomfortable. Like, it makes me, like, really sad. They make this girl like, cry. What I want to do. Okay, just talk about an interview because I don't want to hear your tears right okay, now. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, ladies and gentlemen, was the nice girls that were left. Yeah, Whoa. That, that is... God, I wish Victoria was there. <laughs> Victoria would have chopped that woman's head off I and know. shit in her neck. That is some of like the most 
interesting TV I've ever seen. Imagine being so hot your whole life. Like, that chick's like a solid 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. Yeah, she imagine being incredible. She's the best looking one there now that Katie's gone. Yeah, like, imagine being that hot and ha- never having anyone say anything rude to you. And then you just walk in this room and everybody's berating you. Like, oh, it was so good. She had no idea how to handle it. She started crying. Like, that was perfect. The producers, uh, hats off to them. I'm going to just let you know what happens here because we got a lot to get to. But she leaves in tears, goes back to Matt just to have him say to her, hey, listen, um, you're kind of too late. I'm starting to have feelings for the other girls. So uh, I don't think this is going to work out. Sorry. So now this woman is sobbing. She's just been rejected. And they just like immediately escort her out. She probably, for the filming of this, was there for an hour where she just got screamed at by these people, <laughs> dumped by Matt James, and she spent two weeks in a, in a fucking uh, hotel room for the pleasure. Yeah, well, I mean, a luxury hotel room. So it's like she was like, oh, she had to sit in quarantine. Like, she was getting, like, waited on hand and foot. Yeah. Also, um, it's like the, this is such a stupid play in the long run for the producers. I mean, it's getting close to the end, but they just gave all those girls who hated each other a common enemy to all root against. Mm. So I, in the long run, let's see how it plays oh, out. Oh, yeah, we did see an awesome display of girl power there, didn't we? Yeah, women unite. Fucking weaponized girl power. I'm I'm sure it's kumbaya for the rest of the show. Oh yeah. So let's uh, talk about one more notable, uh, one more notable departure before we get to uh, the scandals. Remember Abigail, PJ? Uh, (laughs) Barely. Yeah, the deaf chick. (laughs) The deaf girl who we we've we've basically established that. Where all of the terrible things are going down, she just sits there and smiles and nods her head because she, she doesn't know no what's idea. happening. Yeah. So, like, this poor girl has been lost through the whole season. She got the first impression rose from Matt, which I guess is a big deal. And he never takes her out on a one-on-one. She's the only girl left at this point who has had no one-on-ones. She's just been there in the background. She's very pretty, but eh. she g- finally gets her one-on-one date with Matt. Did you take her uh, to a concert? (laughs) (laughs) Did her a poetry reading. (laughs) Fucking asshole. So they start having a conversation and she lays it out there for him. She did what uh, Katie kind of did. She laid out her feelings. And uh, here's Abigail, the hearing impaired uh, woman, telling Matt how she feels. I can see the possibility of a future with you. I just want to know, like, can you see that possibility? <laughs> now, there's a there's a thing in comedy where the rule is simple. If you're talking to the audience, right, you don't ever ask the audience a question you don't know how they're going to answer to. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's all about, like, controlling the situation. And uh, she asked him, I just want to know, do you see a future for you and I together? <laughs> well, the answer is don't ask the question <laughs> if you right. don't want the real answer. Would you like is, to guess what Matt says? I, I will. I just want to say it's funny how with the deaf chick, everything's all about sight with her. Do you see a future for us? Do you see this? <laughs> You're a heartless motherfucker, PJ Philliam. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's guess. Matt McBride, what do you think uh, Matt's going to say? Yes, I see a future with you. Uh, I can't imagine he's going to. Yeah. He's got all these other girls who have like... Who can hear. Wow. <laughs> Both of you are monsters. I can't believe I'm in. I'm doing a show with you two. Yeah, you two are creatures. Uh, here was Matt's response. I was so comfortable 
in our relationship that I explored other relationships. And in exploring those relationships with other women and going on those one-on-ones, I did grow strong feelings for them. <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> cheating speech I've ever heard in my life. And cheating? With you and it's because our relationship's so strong <laughs> that I went out and started fucking all direction. these other girls. So now oh, she's God. just looking down. She's, she can't. She doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> and because she's about to cry. And yeah, you can like, stop talking if she's looking down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm doing a show with Vinny. He's a monster. She's deaf, Vinny. Come on. Give her a break. Yeah, you heard me. Now, listen. <laughs> I just feel bad. He's like, I felt so good and strong about our connection. I went with all with all these other girls first, and then I realized I liked them all better than you. <laughs> That's what he just told this girl. So uh, congratulations, Abigail. She leaves right after this. Like, they take her out. Like, it's not stick around to the next ceremony. It's just like, bye, honey. Those are our notable people who are leaving. And it's around... This time that some scandal starts, PJ. We know that the season began on uh, January 4th. We're going to talk about a lot of dates now because we're going to go down the timeline of this fucking crazy story. Oh, God. Now, for those of you you who have followed what's been going on outside of this house on The Bachelor, (laughs) on the first night that this show premiered, a girl named Maddie Beerster on TikTok, who claims she went to high school with Rachel, accuses Rachel of teasing her in the past for liking black men. So, PJ, there's the video. You can see it. It says, girly, remember when you bullied me in high school for liking black guys? And it's a picture of her and that on the screen. And basically just being played over uh, laughter. <laughs> were they like brewing a potion while they were doing that? What the fuck was that laughter? There was definitely <laughs> there was definitely a cauldron in that fucking room. Also, high school isn't that long ago for her because I think she's like twenty two. Yeah, so that. we're talking in the last four years, right? Like fairly recently, yeah. So like a day later, the video goes viral. This girl Maddie is messaged by other people claiming they also experienced racial racist behavior and bullying from Rachel either in high school or college. Now, for those of you who listened to last episode, you know that Rachel is the girl who went out and got the fancy shoes, the Louboutins, the obvious favorite. Yes, the obvious also, favorite. Not the Louis Vuitton. Shut the fuck up, Vinny. I said I the Louboutins. Louboutins. Different. I said it properly this time. Yeah, thank you. What a fucking problem I am for not knowing the names of the women's shoes. Are those the red bottom? Yes. Okay. Yes. So she got the date that all the girls want the most. And now, outside of the house, this scandal is starting to brew. Now, the allegations against Rachel don't stop just at bullying. People came through with images from her social media screenshots uh, showing her uh, cultural appropriation in some photos, liking posts of uh, Confederate flags, and uh, also sharing QAnon theories. I mean, who who really cares? Like, well, she was in high school. I mean, who cares? So, like, like, imagine you're in high school and your parents, like, introduce you to all this stuff. And you're just like, oh, yeah, this is, like, normal. Okay, yeah, like, Confederate flags. Yeah, that's just part of life. She's from a place called Cummings, Georgia. I'm not, like, surprised that 
a Confederate flag in the background or something doesn't immediately set off an alarm for her because, you know, not for nothing, they're still everywhere down south. They're everywhere up north. Yeah, too. I see them People up here. Love the Confederacy. <laughs> yeah, you live in Pennsylvania. We don't yeah. see that stuff in a classy place like Rochester, do we, McBride? <laughs> no. Sometimes. Yeah. Most of those have been replaced with Trump flags, though, where I live. Well, that's like, good. Well, yeah, I'm from Wayne County, flags. Though, so there are some. So all I'm saying is, like, she's from Georgia. Like, they were upset because she took pictures of people with friends wearing MAGA hats that she liked. Who gives a Jeez. fuck? Yeah, I don't care. That doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah who cares? Shut the Jeez. fuck up. So February 2nd. Okay, the show is over with. It's already been filmed. It's in the can. It just debuted. All of this stuff is starting to come out. So Matt James responds in an interview with Entertainment Tonight. He says, I've not spoken to anybody since the show ended, but I would say that you have to be really careful about what you're doing on social media. Rumors are dark and nasty and can ruin people's lives. So Matt James kind of defends it, says there's a lot of stuff going around about the women that were involved in the show. I would just like to give them a chance to kind of have their say their piece, whether that is someone who's uh, gone night one or someone who went home last night. Everyone has a story, and I just want to be receptive to that. That's what stupid Matt said. Now, here is the thing that flipped everybody the fuck out. It's not the MAGA hats. It's not the Confederate flags. Pictures emerge on February 4th of Rachel at an Old South antebellum-themed party. Now, was that that movie that just came out? Yeah, I thought it was like some country singer band at first. Like, yeah. is it late Antebellum, like a famous band? Well, the Antebellum South means before the war. Mm. The term Antebellum, uh, I believe, just means before the war. So in a way, it's supposedly celebrating the old school way of living in the South, which, of course, implies slavery. States' rights, you know, particularly one particular right they were they really wanted to have. <laughs> yes, man, those were the days. <laughs> uh, a Reddit thread provided additional details about the photos. It claims Rachel attended the formal at Georgia College and State University, which was hosted by the Kappa Alpha Order in 2018. Two years after the fraternity's board of directors nationally told all of these uh, sororities. They are not allowed to do these parties anymore. Apparently, it was a thing. They sent out a statement banning them, saying that chapters shall not sponsor functions with the name Old South or functions with any similar name. All fun functions and activities must be conducted with restraint and dignity without the trappings and symbols that might be misinterpreted or objectionable to the general public. So this frat in Georgia, this sorority in Georgia is like, we're going to still have our antebellum party for some fucking reason, and none of them well, thought it would come back to bite anybody in the ass, but here we are. Also, our Wait. 1917 German mixer goes on as planned. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you're explaining is kind of what I looked up, but I didn't. I kind of stopped there. What even happens at these parties? Like, is it just a party, and then they have a Confederate flag up? Okay. If so, who cares? I'm going to show. If you they're the like auctioning off black guys to have sex with, then obviously that's a big problem. But it sounds like they just are having a normal sorority party with the Confederate flag. Who's that gives a for? That seems PJ, like everybody's on board. Here's the picture. You ready? There's there's one yeah, on the screen. There's the it's just three girls, her friends. two friends in pink dresses, smiling. Yeah, then there's exactly. a big that's group part. There's a big group picture here, and they're all I just wearing old school, big, big like hooped at the bottom dresses, and they they're all wearing like what looks like prom dresses. That's yeah, it. So who cares? 
Yeah. And then there's like a she's there on the end. That's it. That's pretty much it. It's a sorority party where they all wore stupid fucking dresses. Yeah, like it just seems like harmless. It's not like they're like, yeah, it's not like they're like auctioning off people or whipping anybody. They're just like well, uh, we're wearing old clothes and we have a Confederate flag up. Uh, there's Who no cares? Confederate flag up. I don't see a Confederate flag anywhere. I'm assuming that wherever they're having the yeah. party, they probably have one up. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they probably hung up by the burning cross. Now, <laughs> yeah. these fucking women did not have to call this a goddamn antebellum party. They did not have to call it an old South party. All they have to do is call it a Southern style cotillion or something like that. They're really stupid for doing this. It is stupid. It's not worth. It was specifically banned. The fuck out of- it was probably specifically banned for a reason because that's why anything gets banned. If something is banned, it's because somebody got fucking bent out of shape about it. So there you go. Now, yeah. also, this is the same. The bachelor community is known for just like throwing people in the trash if they do a single thing they don't like, like the MAGA hat thing. People legitimately like freak the fuck out if they find out, oh, this person voted for Trump. Holy fuck, they're the worst person in the world. When it's just like, yeah, they probably just like agreed with some of his politics more. It's not because they're like, fuck black people. <laughs> yeah. So like the bachelor community is kind of not one that you are you saying people who watch stuff. network television might be a little too woke? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Okay, yeah. Like in, in internet yeah. communities. In internet communities. Uh they're telling me they're too woke on the internet. Is that your point? Um <laughs> Okay, okay. I said I was retarded. Moving on. Oh, with the R word. Now the allegations against Rachel continue to be a hot topic in Bachelor Nation, PJ. And former Bachelorette Rachel Lindsay organizes an interview with via extra with Chris Harrison. The dirty wordsmith himself. He was like, I can sell a ton of my filth books with this son fucking of interview. People who watch Extra and people who watch The Bachelor is just one circle Venn diagram, right? Yeah, yeah. It's almost <laughs> like a human centipede. It's just shit going all the way through both ends. Ugh. Now, uh, here's the, how this interview starts. Now, McBride, I'm really going to be interested to hear your opinions okay. on this. Give us a listen. A what are your thoughts about Rachel Kirkinell and the allegations attached to her? A couple of things. First and foremost, I don't know. Um, I haven't talked to Rachel about it. And, and this is, again, where we all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion, because I've seen some stuff online. Again, this judge, jury, executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart and diving into, like, her parents and her parents' voting record and what it's it's unbelievably alarming to watch this. Okay. Agreed. So- I can't disagree with that statement, you know, because here's the fact of the matter. This may have been an antebellum party. They may have put the word antebellum on a fucking flyer, but they all just were gonna wear their old school dresses or whatever the fuck and have a party and nobody fucking thought twice. Right. I don't know. I have like- no clue. I have no defense for it. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Everybody, Where's my I song? I don't care. I don't care. Now, I, I can't see in that picture. Did they invite somebody who's at least Southern Greek or something? <laughs> something? Yeah. I would say that there's not a lot of diversity in that sorority. I will like that say that might have helped them out. Here's where the interview goes kind of south for Chris Harrison, ladies and gentlemen. The picture was from 2018 at an old South antebellum party. So I think. You know, when you when you 
it's, it's when you not, hold that under the lens. Look. It's not a good look. No, it's not a good. Well, Rachel, is it a good? Okay, he starts to say, "No, it's not a good look." Good. You're, you're Stop ca- talking, yeah. Chris. Stop fucking talking. Yeah. Good look in 2018, or is it not a good look in 2021? Because <laughs> there's a big difference. Fucking ever, idiot. Because she's celebrating well, the old South. She's cel- if I went to that party. What would I represent I, at that party? I don't. Okay. You want to know the right answer to that? If you're Chris Harrison? If you're Chris Harrison and you want to defuse this thing, your answer is, who do you want to be? It's a make up party. You could be whoever you want to be. That's like, the answer. Vinny, it was way back in 2018. You don't remember those times. Oh, my God. You know, times were very different back in 2018. Yeah. You, you can't remember what it was like in 2018. Like, that was the only thing that I disagreed with him on is like, come on, it's three years ago. Not much change. <laughs> I mean, what a dummy. I don't disagree with you. You're, you're 100% right in 2021. That was not the case in 2018. Again, I'm not defending Rachel. I just know that, I don't know, when racism 50 million people did that in 2018. 50 between, million? You know, it's like there were, that was a type of party that a lot of people went to. Listen to that That again. was not the case in 2018. Again, I'm not defending Rachel. I just know that, I don't know, 50 million people did that in 2018. What? Between, you know, it's like what? there were, that was a type of party that a lot of this, people went to and again this is honestly the first time i've ever heard of this type of party same so if 50 million people are getting invites and i not one not one guys it's unbelievable Ugh. 50 million people went to these parties and not pj not mcbride <laughs> and not big Vinny p none of us were invited <laughs> we love parties but I'm the first on the invite list like i love that word <laughs> just kidding i don't love that word <laughs> you're a real problem so he also says this. This is this is one of my favorite things. So tell me about the party. My guess, these girls got dressed up and went to a party and had a great time. They were 18 years old. Now, does that make it okay? I don't know, Rachel. You tell me. Oh, no. <laughs> Why Would are you, like, arguing with an African-American woman about this, Chris? <laughs> no. You know, why? Why? If you wanted to make the point, she said, they were 18. They were stupid. We all did stuff at 18. I'm sure they really regret it now. You know, something yeah. like sure. that. And Rachel hasn't said a word. Now, the word, the rumor was that the uh, the producers were muzzling her. Now, these pictures came out on the 4th. Chris Harrison's on extra defending her on the 10th. Mm. One day later, she puts out a statement. Yeah, what a cunt. Well, there have been rumors circulating. There have also been truths that have come to light that I need to address. I hear you, and I'm here to say I was wrong. At one point, I didn't recognize how offensive my racist actions were, but that doesn't excuse them. My age or when it happened does not excuse anything. They are not acceptable or okay in any sense. I was ignorant, but my ignorance was racist. I am sorry to the communities and individuals that my actions harmed and offended. I am ashamed about my lack of education, but it is no one's responsibility to educate me. I am learning and will continue to learn how to be anti racist because it's important to speak up in a moment and not after you're called out if you're a person who doesn't understand the offense in question i urge you to learn from my mistakes and encourage you to use them as a teachable moment blah 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 sincerely your grandson frank now she said literally everything you could say and i bet you people were still pissed at her and like there's nothing you can do Oh no, she got off pretty easily, actually. The thing really? is, like, I hate this woman because of that. Because Chris Harrison saw this woman being attacked by the hate mob and was like, 
No one's gonna stand up for her. I'll I'll take the like brunt of this. And I mean, right he, well, under the bus, Christopher. Yeah. He he didn't do like a good job in this interview, but I thought it was kind of admirable that he tried to stand up for her and be understanding. Uh, he did say retarded stuff, but then this chick just like threw him under the bus and said stuff that's so stupid, like. I'm the only one who can educate me. I can't blame my age well, or stuff. Of course like, she is. You were just in school your whole life, idiot. What do you mean you can't blame other people for educating you? Like, you were only 18. Lots of people are educated by school systems that are where they're growing up. Not like, in Georgia. Yeah, that pisses me the fuck off that, like, oh, I, I can't be the worst, or I'm the only one responsible for educating myself. You were a kid, like, six months before that. What's like, yeah, like you've been an adult six months. Like, it's not a great idea to go to Lady Antebellum party, but that's what you were <laughs> grown up and taught. Like, fuck off with being like, oh, it's not my fault. Like, or like, it's not anyone's fault but mine. Like, it kind of is some other people's fault. Well, that yeah. pissed me off. Like, she's such a cunt. And then she threw Chris Harrison on the bus. Oh, man. You just I, love that Chris really Harrison too much. You need to calm yeah, down. You so. Can you tell I'm triggered? Now, that <laughs> would you like to know what happens? Next McBride, same day, February 11th, the same day your statement comes out. Um, It's not going to be good for Chris Harrison. Michelle, one of the other contestants, that teacher, she's a very engaged individual. So okay. uh, she put out a statement. We are the women of Bachelor Season 25. 25 women who identify as BIPOC, which is uh, black people, indigenous people of color, for those of you who didn't know, uh, were cast on this historic seat. Uh, season that was meant to represent change. The statement reads, we are deeply disappointed and want to make it clear that we denounce any defense of racism. We're looking at you, Chris Harrison. Mm. Any defense of racist behavior denies the lived and continued experience of BIPOC individuals. These experiences are not to be exploited or tokenized. Rachel Lindsay continues to advocate with grace for individuals who identify as BIPOC Within this franchise, just because she is the loudest doesn't mean she is alone. We stand with her, we hear her, and we advocate for change alongside her. POC is such like a racist sounding thing. Like, how is person of color any different than colored person? You know what I mean? I brought that up with my friend Delvin. I'm like, isn't it basically just the exact same phrase? You're just flipping, like adding in a preposition. And he's like, yeah, I hate that term. Like, I d it's weird that they've accepted that as common vernacular when it sounds just as racist as like the other way to say yeah it, it turns out know my mean? racist grandmother was just way ahead of the times yeah apparently <laughs> apparently so february 13th chris harrison announced he's stepping aside now that's all he said oh my he, God. he put out a shiest job how are we world. still talking about this it, <laughs> this is so long because it's really because it gets better and I have some points I'd like to this make. This is like months ago at this point, too. Oh, my God, because I'm trying to be done with the season. Just we, we should have done this when it was relevant. I was busy. When I was even more pissed. Maybe it's good we didn't, because I was even more pissed off at that stupid chick than okay. I am now. So. so Rachel Lindsay, the one who did the interview, comes out, and she said this on a podcast. I came across this clip. During that conversation, he talked over me and at me. During that conversation, his privilege was on display. He never gave me room to talk, and he never gave me room to share my perspective. He wasn't trying to hear it. He was just trying to be heard. Now, my thought is this. I'm looking at what this is. They're, they labeled this 
discussing the Chris Harrison interview. The key word in there is interview. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Do you know what an interview is? An interview is not... When you schedule an interview, it's not like, hey, listen, bring this person in so I could tell them what I think about their situation. Right. It's, I want to hear what you have to say. I don't think she liked what he had to say, and most people don't. It was pretty stupid. I think we all agree. So, like, I get that, but... This was just a weird sentence to me that I just thought I should play. Like, Chris Harrison, I think, has a pretty long track record of being fair and, like, being someone that everybody likes. I bet that if I'm – I'm sure that this lady has a podcast, as does everybody else who's ever been on The Bachelor. I'm sure that she praises Chris Harrison, like, two weeks before this on her, pad, like, podcast. Like, oh, Chris Harrison's awesome, and now she just does a complete 180 because he said that 2018 and 2021 are completely different. Well – Dumb thing to say, man. Don't you say something stupid like that. Right under the bus you go, my friend. Now, here's a fun thing. Rachel comes out. Matt makes another statement. Kind of like shitting on Harrison, too. And Rachel asked the fans to stop defending her on her Instagram. She made a little video and she goes, If you're in my comments or defending me anywhere, telling people that I did nothing wrong and that there's nothing to be hurt about, there's nothing to be angry about or offended about, please stop. That's not our place to tell people what they can and can't be offended about. That's wrong, and that's part of the problem. I mean, I can tell people what they can and cannot be offended about. I feel like, isn't that the American thing? Yeah. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to have an opinion (laughs) on your opinion. Right. But either way, Rachel Lindsay deletes her Instagram after getting hate from Bachelor fans, which I thought was shocking. Wait, isn't Rachel Lindsay this black chick? Yeah. She got hate for this? Yes. Oh, congr- good job, Bachelor Nation. Good now, job. February 20th. I, I hate this chick. The Bachelor announces that Emmanuel Acho will replace Chris Harrison for after the final rose. Now, Emmanuel is a former Bengals linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Who they just brought in to be the uh, the person for this. Now, let's talk about what Chris Harrison has to do now. He's stepped aside. They have replaced him on the show. So now he goes on to Good Morning America with Michael Strahan, who for some reason people think seems to be a good broadcaster. I don't understand why <laughs> they think this. That's what the gap in his teeth in the yeah. list. Well, no, he fixed the gap in his teeth. Oh. No, that was a joke. Oh, was it? Yeah. I think so, so here is Chris Harrison's apology. So a lot of people, and I'm wondering, why would you defend <laughs> Rachel Kirkinell? I am an imperfect man. I made a mistake. And I own that. I believe that mistake doesn't reflect who I am or what I stand for. I am committed to the progress, not just for myself, also for the franchise. Yeah, for the franchise. We get it, Chris. We get it. So him and, like, Papa John are just hanging out now to try to not say the N-word together? Yeah, they're both just eating <laughs> Papa John's pizzas to find the flaws Okay. while they uh, hug each other and cry. And then he adds this. This is my favorite line. I want to keep this. And I just – ladies and gentlemen, this is some really solid advice right here. Antebellum parties are not okay. Past, present, future. Knowing what that represents – is unacceptable. Not even in 2018, Chris. <laughs> it was such a different dummy. time. You know what? what? I'm, I'm going to stop going to them. I mean, they're, they're all over the place. 50 million people a year ago. I'm, I'm just not going to do it anymore, guys. Now, I'm surprised I haven't accidentally stumbled into one at this <laughs> point with how many are happening. 
I was late driving home today. Antebella party got my way. <laughs> <laughs> so the finale airs very soon after this. And it comes down to four girls. Serena P, okay. the girl who thought he was weird for the turtle stuff. Bree, the girl who was in the uh, ATV accident with him. Michelle, the teacher. And fucking Rachel Kirkconnell. Man. Lady Antebellum herself. Now I like how you said those names as if anyone remembered any of that stuff that happened. <laughs> I don't like, know. Oh, you remember when Bree crashed on the ATV? Nobody remembers Vinny. I'm especially trying no to be a good host, yeah. goddammit, PJ. Hey, well, do a better job. I'm almost done. I'm almost done hosting this show. So the final rose ceremony, the winner is Rachel. They knew this whole time. All this shit comes out. This show is in the can. And they find out that this girl won. Because they didn't vet her enough, apparently. And no wonder Chris Harrison has to go out there and talk about the uh, the franchise. I know that's what you were going to say. And protecting the franchise when they already knew that this girl wins the whole fucking thing. So, like, that does make Chris Harrison's thing not as, like, admirable because it's like, oh, he's just trying to protect the chick who won because we don't want it to have, like, oh, the villain of the season ended up winning. Like, all these women are absolutely horrible to each other, and the real villain is the one who's secretly, supposedly racist and then wins the whole thing. Like, that would be actually bad for the Bachelor franchise. So it makes a lot more sense in the context of him doing that, but... It still was shitty how much she got thrown under the bus for something that was seemingly fairly harmless, in my opinion. And not to mention that they uh, they did announce two days before the finale that Caitlin Bristow and Tashia Adams are going to be the new hosts of The Bachelorette. And that Chris isn't going to be on that this year. So he's fucked. I don't know you what's going to happen those to that memes, guy. By the way. Did I nail him? Yeah. You're controversial. (laughs) Fuck you. So is this even (laughs) bad for the show? Or does this just give them so much attention that this was like the best thing to ever happen? Guess what? Guess what, McBride? I don't care. I'm done. (laughs) I don't care. I don't give a fuck what happens. Chris Harrison, go fuck yourself. Write your smut books, motherfucker. I don't care. care. Rachel Kirkconnell, go have all the goddamn parties you want. I don't care. I don't care. I I feel like it would be an injustice for us not to finish out this story. Freedom! (laughs) Okay. Here's how we'll finish it off. Let's talk about what happened to Matt and Rachel after the finale. Okay. Rachel gets picked. Usually, uh, you know, the, the whole point of this is to have an engagement and a wedding, right, PJ, supposedly? Yeah, the the past, like, seasons that I've all watched have all been complete clusterfucks after the season ends, so. Well, why should this be yeah. any different? So, they have this show where uh, the ex-linebacker of the Bengals is hosting it. Which, why? I So, I didn't look into it at all, because I was kind of tapped out by that point. Where they're like, Emmanuel Acho's doing all this stuff. Why get him? I'm like, isn't that just a football player? Why is he hosting? Yeah, I have no idea. And he's like 30. He could still be playing if he was any Is it good. just because he's black? No, he probably auditioned for it. I mean, I... I didn't watch much of his stuff. I mean, I watched clips of this final thing, but uh, Matt yeah. dumped Rachel pretty quick after this whole thing. Like immediately. Yeah. As as far as I remember, he basically he found out about it and immediately dumped her because he's like, well, I can't 
be with someone who I think is racist when I'm black. Well, <laughs> which fair enough. <laughs> here's what he said on the. Uh, we're gonna leave this with our final two clips okay. of Creeps and Roses. He says, oh, "I can't right. wait." For so when I questioned our relationship, it was on the context of you not fully understanding my blackness and what it means to be a black man in America mm-hmm. and what it would mean for our kids when I saw those things. You can't take our kids to Lady Antebellum parties, Rachel. Because <laughs> this is the last conversation I thought we'd be having. I, did, I didn't sign up to have this conversation. This is the moment when he realized he had to be rid of her and that he couldn't like make this work. Most disappointing thing for me was having to explain to you why what I saw was problematic and why I was so upset. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to point something out here. If he had to explain to her why what she did was problematic and why he was upset, where did this apology really come from <laughs> that she can't put out with? This apology about this teachable moment and uh, she's working so hard to learn. She learned it all from him. He had to explain this to her. Mm. And he I was doubt like, she, I doubt she even read it. She probably just paid a PR person to write it. I'm sure that Chris Harrison or somebody else there had wrote this for her. It was not Chris Harrison. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> not Chris Harrison. You're right. It was somebody over there wrote this. So he had to explain to her that this was wrong because she didn't quite grasp it. So to me, match made in heaven. And I'm done, kids. I'm done with The Bachelor. Fuck oh, you, you Carl. What, I what about all the Matt James drama? What are you talking? What Matt okay, James we've... drama? And there's the new Bachelor news just popped like yesterday. What? I don't care. I'm done. Five episodes. Well, you said we talk about Colton. You Colton's gay. Colton. Okay, we, Col- we got the first black. We got the first black Bachelor and the first gay Bachelor retroactively. Which makes me think watching the Bachelor. This is now confirmed that the Bachelor is straight conversion therapy. It just might be. It just might be. Listening to all these whiny girls, you're like, fine. Get some dick in here. Somebody yeah, else and- like that and send it to me. We need to give me pride. <laughs> also, I think Matt James tried to get back with this Rachel chick then. Or she tried to get back with him. I, I forget. It's confusing. I Who think cares? that he tried to get back with her, but he was having sex with other people. Good for him. Was <laughs> Good it for him. Was it Colton? <laughs> yeah, it was Colton. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's Creeps and Roses. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm done. Oh, all man. could eat my ass. Now, I want to thank excited. all of my, uh, my Vietnam true believers. I want to thank the Creep of Maniacs. And I want to thank the Scum Parade and Merry Marchers. Don't forget the Creep Off Patreon exists now. Uh, tune in on Monday. We got a brand new episode of the Creep Off coming your way. And uh, I would like to point, put something out there for you folks. I have found a show that I would be interested in possibly doing a spinoff of Creeps and Roses. Okay. But it's only if PJ would be my co-host for it. And uh, McBride, you could come too. Is it Flavor of Love? Tell me it's Flavor of Love. No, it's not Flavor of Love. There is a new show that's coming out that I just cannot wait for. And uh, here's the preview. PJ, I want you to watch us, and you tell me if you want to do this show with me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We want to set a new standard for all of the rest. Here we go. Go, 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 Biro, Biro, Biro. Cody and Brandy Rhodes, the king and queen of AEW, coming to the ring. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Bitch. This is dope. 
How bad do you want to just get down when you see this? <laughs> she already escaped. What are y'all doing? This is actually not going good. So what we have here is Cody Rhodes, the, Cody Rhodes, the Prince of Pro Wrestling, <laughs> the oh, grandson God. of a plumber, baby, the son of the American dream, the brother of Goldust, the brother of Dustin Rhodes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Cody fucking Rhodes, the man, and his lovely wife, Brandy, are doing a reality show. And uh, the name is of the that, show will is it, be... Is it, is it Rocky Rhodes? No, the name of my show will be Creeps and Rhodeses. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you want me to do Creeps and Roadses, just I, let me know. I hate how much I love that name. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> that good. That is a good name. Creeps so, and Roadses. Can I quick add, add that has saying this is dope, or is that one of you guys just really That was not me. That was McBride. He was <laughs> that really was not me. Okay. okay like, that was dope. <laughs> I already have the cover worked out, McBride. I'm oh going to show God. you. I think I sent it to PJ. Didn't I send you what I want the cover to look like, PJ? I don't think so. I, you sent me the name. I thought it was a joke. Are you being serious? Or is no, this I'm dead all... serious. I want to do this. Okay, I'll do it. Here's the picture I want to I want to use. That's me, Cody, and Brandy. <laughs> You did send that to me, okay. So just me, Cody, and Brandy. Is this another quarterly podcast? No, we would do it. <laughs> I'd be so excited to watch this because I'm such a big fan of Cody and Brandy. Jeez, uh-huh. they're so wonderful. So it's like the turn. You're like turning it on me. Then I have to watch something shitty that I don't want to see. But then I can make you hate wrestling. Oh yes. Oh, this is gonna be great. Okay. I can't wait to make you hate wrestling. You'll never. It'll never happen. I am gonna make you all suffer if we do this. So. Uh, if you want to see Creeps and Roses, let me know, kids. Uh, tweet at me. Uh, McBride, yeah. thank you uh, for helping me deal with this. I didn't even lose Sprite. a real spin. I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. Well, uh, PJ, great job as my co-host. I really appreciate you guiding me through this fucking sewer that is the Bachelor Nation. Oh, man. it's It was rough. Like I started off having so much fun with how much you hated it, but it was just such a slog to like – have watched all of these when they came out and then have to go back and try to rewatch them and then being like, this is so shit the second time watching it and then watching recaps. But the only recaps on YouTube are that are decent are by this guy who's absolutely horrible at the recaps. So yeah, it's been rough. Like <laughs> I kind of hate the bachelor now. So that's amazing. Congrats. I'm very happy to hear that. Listen to we are assholes. My podcast where we use a spreadsheet to justify saying offensive things. Uh, great. McBride, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I'm hosting a trivia night. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Uh, but more importantly, I am I'll be hosting here at the Comedy at the Carlson. Oh, that's right. Somebody hired you. Yeah, that's right. Idiots. Uh, <laughs> all right, kids. That's okay. the end of our show. Fuck the bachelor in the asshole. Welcome to Creeps and Rose. Okay. This is Vinny. Okay. We're talking about because Vinny, it's a play. Lots of bitchy girls who want to see that thing. We didn't want to do this podcast, but Colin is a prick. The Bachelor, let's discuss The Bachelor with PJ and with Vinny. Vinny, 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 Vinny,